Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. There's kind of like this underground of Amazon. Typically, it's the black hat stuff that nobody wants to talk about and a lot of the big sellers are involved in. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I just finished watching the finals for the DRL. That's the Drone Racing League. I know, I'm super nerding out here. And while I was watching people fly these drones at insane speeds, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So a lot of stuff has been happening on Amazon. We're coming to the end of the year. In fact, this podcast should be posted just prior to New Year's, depending on when you're listening to this. It should be somewhere around that time. But yeah, we've seen competitors come out of nowhere and start ranking. We've seen all kinds of fishy things happening, right? So I wanted to talk to some experts about how companies and sellers might be manipulating things and what they're seeing. And one of the guys that really has his thumb on the pulse of things, you know, that he deals with so many sellers and sees so much data that he can identify trends and things that are happening is my good buddy, Casey Goss. So we decided to get on a call and we started talking and we're like, you know what, let's start recording this because it's interesting stuff. And it's kind of a delicate balance, right? Because there's certain things we wanna talk about that the majority of people just don't know about. And the problem with that is a lot of it is black hat, okay? So the stuff is happening, right? People are doing it, but by talking about it, sometimes you're gonna give people ideas about this kind of stuff, things they never would have thought about, right? So we have to be careful about what we say because we don't want people to start going out and doing this and then just ruining it for everybody, right? You don't want people to start doing things that's gonna give them a competitive advantage. So even though we know about this stuff and we know companies that are doing it and we wish we could get some of these companies to stop doing it, you know, it's out there. So we're going to talk about this in this episode. It's not something that I've done before. You know, I try to steer away from this kind of a topic. I think that the majority of sellers out there can make fantastic livings and generate humongous businesses without having to resort to that. And I think it's just risky and pretty terrible for the whole industry. So, but without further ado, let's jump into a conversation that Casey and myself just recently had, and hopefully you'll gain some value out of it. Hello, everybody. I am here with Casey Goss. He is the CEO of Viral Launch, and this is his second time to the podcast. Casey, how are you doing, bud? Doing great, Manny. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. So we're going to be just talking about general stuff. I know that you have some really interesting data to talk about. We haven't actually rehearsed this, talked about it, so it's all going to be new to me. So I'm going to ask questions just like if we were having a regular conversation. So yeah, take it away. So there's always so much going on within Amazon. Some that uh, people are more familiar with than others. And uh, there's there's kind of like this underground of Amazon. Typically, it's it's the black hat stuff that nobody wants to talk about and a lot of the big sellers are involved in. Um, and so kind of this one particular thing has kind of come to light or people are seeing the, the effects of it 
they're not exactly understanding what's going on. So I kind of just wanted to, you know, bring it to light for, for some people. I, I think it's important for everybody to know what's going on in the space because um, it's just going to help you to make better decisions, smarter decisions for your business. And so, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about it. So basically like, you know, I, I thought I had an amazing understanding of keyword ranking within Amazon doing 13,000 product launches. We, we have an insane amount of data. We have it pretty drilled down. Um, and then just over the last few months, um, some of my friends have kind of been bringing some new concepts to me. So, uh, a lot of people are getting emails from, and Manny, I think that you said that you've gotten these emails, like through seller support, uh, you're getting emails uh, from people overseas saying, hey, I can get you ranking page one for these keywords. You just pay me, you know, $100 per keyword afterwards. Um, I think you've gotten some emails, right? Right. Usually they'll say, you don't have to pay me anything up front. So they reduce that uh, or remove the entire risk. Like pay me after I get your product on page one for this keyword. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, it's completely TOS. Uh, it's cool, totally, sorry. It's totally cool with the TOS. And, and so the, they're not lying about their ability to get you ranking. What they are lying about is the fact that it uh, complies with TOS. So really what, what's happening here is we, is we always thought that keyword ranking was driven largely by sales history. So sales history is king, right? Um, but what we're seeing is people are able to get this keyword ranking with, with no sales at all. So in the way that they're doing this is they're sending all of these, these proxies or these, these bots into your listing, interacting with your listing, um, pushing add to cart, and then they drop off. Um, and just by doing that, you know, tens of thousands of times in a day, after 24, 48 hours, you're able to get rankings. So, so in, in, I know a lot of people are, are under, not understanding exactly what's going on. Like you search, you know, vitamin C serum or a good one is search iPhone seven case or iPhone seven plus case. And you'll see a ton of people ranking with like very poor BSR and zero to, you know, 20 reviews at the time of recording this. I think there's like six or seven listings ranking for iPhone seven plus case that have zero reviews and they didn't get there through sales. I mean, if they had natural sales by now, they'd have a good number of reviews. Um, but by pushing them up with these bots, absolutely no sales, you're able to achieve any kind of keyword ranking, um, at really no expense other than the, like pushing these bots through. Yeah. Is that through just add to carts and then abandoning the cart or through wish list? Cause I've heard a lot of the guys talking about wish lists as well, doing other things like that or a combination. Yeah. So, so really what it comes down to is interaction on the listing. And so I think that people with that were doing these wish list things, which, and, and again, I don't advise any of this, by the way, uh, it's definitely not within Amazon's terms of service, but I do just really want people to understand what's going on, like in their market and why people are getting keyword ranking with poor BSR. And, and I don't want that to, you know, uh, I don't want people to misinterpret what's going on and, and how to run their business. So anyways, uh, with the wish list, people had kind of found, they thought that it was the fact that something was being added to the wish list that was driving the keyword ranking. And really it's just the interaction on the listing that is what, what's doing it. So whether you're adding to cart or adding to wish list or scrolling down and clicking into reviews, you're still interacting um, with the listing and Amazon is interpreting that as relevance um, to whatever keyword drove, you know, the click onto the listing. Um, and that's how people are able to get the keyword ranking. So, uh, so basically what, and I can give a little bit of a rundown of what these, what these bots are doing is essentially 
spin up a new, you know, a new window in, in Chrome or whatever uh, with a new IP address. They go to Amazon, they search, you know, uh, iPhone 7 case, they click on the listing that they're looking to um, improve the ranking on, and then they interact, they'll, they'll add to cart, they'll add to wish list, they'll uh, look at the reviews. Anyway, so any of these interactions will help to improve your keyword ranking, and they'll just do this thousands and thousands of times. It's very obvious. I mean, if you have 5,000 add to carts overnight um, and no sales from those add to carts, you would think that Amazon, you know, would, would do something about that. Or Yeah, right. But they don't. Yeah. And not always. Some people have been hit, I've heard, but typically they don't. Yeah. Well, and you can, you can see, you see this everywhere. Just about every major search term, you'll see a ton of people ranking very well with very poor BSR. Um, and largely uh, they have poor reviews. Like, and, and it's not because like sales are down for these keywords. I know we had a friend ranking iPhone seven plus case. He was ranking number one. He's selling a thousand units a day. Right. And the guy second to him has a BSR of like a hundred thousand and zero reviews. Um, so it's, it's not like sales just aren't being driven through that keyword. It's, it's just that people are using these tactics um, to get ranking. Wow. So that's great. So the BSR has nothing to do with it at this point. Zero. Okay. Interesting. So what's your advice then when someone gets contacted by these companies? Because I've been contacted by both companies here in the U.S., legitimate looking websites, much higher pricing, and then a lot of companies that are overseas, typically in India, countries similar to that, that where they're, you, know, you pay them after they're done and it's very cheap. It's like, oh, you know, it's only $150, $200. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sucks, right? Because these guys are getting away with it. It's working really well. It's the holidays. I completely understand. Um, but I'm just not exactly sure what the repercussions will be once Amazon starts to kind of lay down the law. So you know, there's a couple of things here. One, um, I had a friend at Amazon just recently, and he was said that they're really working on kind of nailing this down because it's become a pretty obvious uh, problem for, for everybody involved here. Um, and the problem is if Amazon started, you know, suspending people that are doing this or, or you know, kind of hurting those listings, the problem is you could be doing that to all of your competitors. It opens the door for negative SEO. And so my, my assumption is that what, what's going to happen is Amazon is, starting, is going to start putting in some filters that are looking at um, like these add to carts, for example, and they're saying, you know, uh, if, you know, X percentage of add to carts are resulting in a drop off, you know, you're not going to get keyword ranking for those and or you may get negative keyword ranking for those. Ideally, um, there's just no keyword movement at all. And I don't, I don't know how the algorithm works. So I don't know exactly if it would be a retroactive thing. So I don't know if it's calculating um, history all at the same time or like all uh, right away. So basically like, sorry, the explanation is hard. So anyways, basically I, I don't understand if, I don't know if, they, they made this switch if it would impact people that have been doing this or if it would only impact people moving forward. I'm, I'm hoping um, the former, but I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, that is very interesting. So you're right though. This was an issue that Google had many years ago where there were certain things that were very clear that sites were doing to gain ranking and SEO. And then people were like, well, if these websites are driving thousands of links to using this method, you could just kill that site, right? Just de-index them. But the problem was people figured that out. You could go and you can sabotage your competitors by just hiring a company to do it to their website. So you're right. You know, you can kill someone by doing that. 
to be pretty terrible. And I imagine Amazon knows this. So you feel like they're going to probably just devalue all of those factors completely? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to devalue interaction on the listing or if they're just going to devalue like interaction to that degree. So the majority of it right now is add to carts. I mean, is that accurate? And then you would say it's the wish list? Uh, I would say that it's kind of a combination of interacting with the reviews and add to carts. And then, yeah, I would say wish list is, is second on there. Wow. Okay. So if clients come to you and say, hey, should I use these guys? What do you tell them? <laughs> yeah, I, I, we say no. <laughs> but can I get in trouble? I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. That guy that's selling the iPhone cases that's in the number two spot, do you think he's driving a lot of sales? Well, I mean, you can see from the BSR that the answer is no. But I mean, the problem is he is driving some sales, right? So he's obviously making money off that, you know, $150 or whatever he spent to get ranking for that keyword. But he's not driving very many sales. And I think that to an interesting point, I think this shows us two things. Um, one, uh, it shows that if you don't have a good number of reviews or like a competitive number of reviews, you really don't convert well for organic sales because, you know, this guy's ranking number two for a keyword that's driving thousands and thousands of sales per day. And he's seeing, you know, 200 sales a month. So not even 10 sales a day. And it's largely because he doesn't have these reviews. The, the other thing that I think it shows is when we do promotions, when we do giveaways or when sales are driven, when actual sales are driven uh, versus the bots, um, keyword attribution is being distributed across keywords in your title. And so these guys are ranking, you know, they're a one man show. They're ranking only for that iPhone 7 case or iPhone 7 plus case keyword. They're not ranking for the hundreds of other long tail keywords that would be associated with their title had they been driving sales. So I think that this kind of shows that long tail keywords are a lot more important than people think. That's interesting. So it goes to show then, because you and I have talked about this in the past then, when somebody, and I think you guys, your company was the one that actually posted a really good article, one of the first articles that I saw in regards to keywords in your title actually moving up in rank, no matter what sale you get, regardless of whether the keyword that generated that sale is in your title or not. So if these guys are actually focused on a specific keyword phrase, I had imagined, unless the seller is completely goofy, that that particular phrase is going to be, somehow it can be made up with keywords from the title though, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it's just going to be that one very specific phrase and only that phrase that goes up because since there are no sales, all the title keywords aren't moving up in rank. And then that's what you're saying Amazon can probably see very, very easily that there's some kind of manipulation going on. Is that right? Yep. And a lot of these bots are, are like so dumb that the, uh, like the session time is the exact same. The interaction is the exact same and it'll be, you know, thousands. I know, I know someone that was doing over a hundred thousand of these sessions per day. Uh, so it's, it's very obvious. Yeah. Since you have so many clients and so many people that have used your service, have you seen somebody that does have, you know, the reviews that does have good listing, quality images, everything looks good. And they're nowhere to be found with specific keywords. And then they use a service like this and then boom, they're on page one and they can actually see a massive difference. Does it work for those people that do it correctly? I'm not saying, you know, it's the right way of doing it, but does it work for them? Yeah. Um, but I, my knowledge is limited there. And for those people that I know, they're pushing for more than just that one keyword. Uh, so I haven't, I don't know anybody that's done just that one keyword and has a, have like has a good number of reviews. Um, so, but for those people that I do know that have done it, I mean, yeah, it's been very profitable. Yeah. yeah. Cheat the system. You know, it's short-term gains potentially though. That's a problem. Yep. Exactly. 
I'd hate to get an account you know closed on you. So interesting. What else, man? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, same old, uh, we, we kind of were looking at a particular keyword. Um, I think you wanted to talk about this and we think that we might be seeing, so we, I, I know you've talked about it a ton of times and we're seeing a lot of brand gating going on. And, um, I think that we may have found our first keyword that is keyword gated. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just so you guys are up to speed on this, Casey and I have been talking now for, I don't know how, what about a week or so on this? Yep. Yeah. And it came to him and I said, Hey, check this out. You know, Oh, actually he came to me with something. And then I came back to him saying, you know, it just, I can't get this particular keyword to rank anywhere. And he's like, yeah, it's not indexed. It's not this. I ran it on 5k checker. It wasn't being indexed. Did it manually not being indexed. We couldn't figure it out. And we spent a few hours one night just kind of going through stuff. And we're like, well, I wonder if Amazon is actually rolling out keyword gating now, like, People had hinted at potentially this could be something that they do, but I don't know. It's a little bit, like you said, it's early to say, but it looks like that's happening with one specific keyword that you and I were talking about, something that we're trying to get ranked. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see how it plays out and to see how they kind of um, try to spread it around the, the different brand names and then to see if they work it into private label products. Yeah. So the one thing that we're noticing, oh, just to clear it up, guys, this is for a brand name. So let's just say that you've got a product for example, the iPhone, or you're selling something for Disney or whatever it might be. It's a powerful brand. And so they're essentially making it so that you can't index if someone types in that particular keyword, no matter whether you have it in your title, your bullet points, your backend, doesn't work. But we are seeing that it still indexes long tail stuff. So if you've got two words, for example, the brand name plus another keyword, it's still to some extent indexing, not as well as some of the other stuff I've seen, but it's not blocked that way. It seems like it's only on that individual keyword. Yeah. Something else that I've been seeing a little bit in the Facebook groups, and I guess, I guess this would be the things not to do episode or something, right? But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe we don't even want to talk about it because we definitely don't want to give people ideas, but I, I do like, there's so much misinformation, right? So I do like definitely um, telling people, Hey, this is definitely not okay. Uh, but anyways, I'm seeing more and more, uh, people are so hungry for reviews, right? And so more and more people are kind of going to these, it's the dark alley of, of Amazon, um, to these Facebook groups and, and paying for reviews or, or providing gift cards, uh, after reviews are, are completed. And it's, it's just not okay. Yeah. I mean, it's an invitation to get shut down immediately. If they find out, and maybe you might be thinking, oh man, the chances of it happening are super rare. But I mean, you and I were just talking about how, you know, people that do massive amounts of sales and one little stupid mistake, boom, yeah, your account just gets shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this guy is doing 300K a week right now during the holidays and literally, you know, out of nowhere, no warning or anything, he gets shut down for review manipulation. And I mean, that's $300,000 he's missing out every day. Yeah. You said per week, but it's actually 300,000 per day, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 300,000 per day. That's crazy. And it's just shut down because of some goofy thing. Yep. Yeah. It's like someone in their customer service department accidentally said something that they shouldn't have. It was, it was just a dumb mistake, but it just goes to show that you're never too big to be, you know, shut down by Amazon. Yeah. So many people say, well, what if we did this? And what if we did that? You know, and it's like, man, it's, it is against terms of service. You know, there's risk with everything. I'll admit, I'm the first to admit that almost everything you do can be interpreted <laughs> as against terms of service to some extent, you know, almost everything. If you do the wrong thing with your image, you know, um, it's like, well, it's against terms of service, but you're talking about a slap on the wrist. If you, you know, for example, if your image isn't filling out the white background enough, 
Okay, that's nothing. They're going to be like, oh, whatever. Or if you're not using a white background. I've had that happen to me where they're just, for whatever reason, you know, this product, it was a white product, so I didn't want to put it on a white background. And, you know, it's been running. It's against terms of service, technically. But, I mean, worst case, I don't think they're going to suspend my account for an image. So there's, I guess there's different levels of risk. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. And they write their terms of service so well that literally, you know, anything can just about be interpreted as such. And the unfortunate thing is like recently I've, I've been seeing more and more people get suspended or in trouble for these kinds of things, such as like, you know, having holiday sale in your title. I know this guy is doing 150 K a day. Um, and he, his entire account gets suspended because one, uh, skew had holiday sale in the title. So it, it's just, it's never worth it. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. What about holiday sale and the bullet? So, I mean, he had it in the title. Um, but I personally would not would not test it. No, actually, I'm not even sure. In terms of service, do they allow you to not put it anywhere if you're having a sale like that? I know the title's definitely off. Can you not put it in a bullet point if you're having a holiday sale? Yeah, I believe the answer is no. I think it's it stems around having like temporary language yeah. in the listing. So. And other sellers. I always wondered if you're the only seller, if you're brand gated and nobody else could do it, whether they would be super picky about it. But yeah, you're right. If you're putting that and somebody else has a different, you know, they're also selling and they're not having that particular sale. The language doesn't match. Yeah. And so like sellers are just like, you know, oh, Amazon's shooting themselves in the foot when they suspend me, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if you really want to look at the, the facts, I mean, they're not. So the, the thing is, is like you, let's say, let's take a vitamin C serum, for example. So if your vitamin C serum gets suspended or your account gets suspended, a customer that's going to buy vitamin C serum, well, they're just going to buy somebody else's. You know, there's thousands of people that want to take your place for that particular product. And so Amazon, you know, doesn't really care that much who is selling. They just want to make sure that, you know, there's good people selling. And for every listing, we all know there's hundreds of competitors there trying to take those number uh, page one spots. So, yeah, I mean, it's just don't test them. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So this is good information then. So yeah, bots, stay away from those guys that are contacting you. You're risking your account if you use them. Might be short-term gain at best. So any final words, Casey? Uh, no, sir. Yeah, this is good stuff. So and you know what? I'm always nervous about posting these kinds of podcasts. In fact, we almost never do these where we start mentioning the dark side, as you call it, right? Because although you're warning people, which I think is important, you're also giving people a lot of ideas and now they go and seek these guys and well, psh, I won't get caught and then it becomes a mess, so. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good, it's good to have. So, well anyways, hey man, I appreciate you coming back on the show and I want you to come on a regular basis. You and I communicate all the time, so I'm sure I'll have you on many more times. You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.